Amen. Yeah, that is a great thing of Christian. I greet the Holy Ones of St. Patrick. The Holy Ones of St. Patrick. I borrow the word of St. Paul. We are all the Holy Ones of God after our baptism. So I greet you again in the name of Jesus. Our Lord is good. I want to hear that all the time. Second Corinthians chapter 9, Paul tells us that God is always good. And then Ephesians chapter 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say, Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say, Rejoice. Can you clap for yourself? You are a very good choir. You are a very good choir. <laughs> clap for yourself. Clap for yourself. You are a good choir. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to have 15 minutes, and I want to divide those 15 minutes in three sections. The first section, you will remind me if I'm ab above the time. The first section is three minutes I want to preach about today's feast. Today is the transfiguration. I told you I've forgotten. So today is the transfiguration. So I want to talk about the transfiguration. That's the word of God that we heard today about the three, the three readings over and four. Then beginning with the book of Daniel, the vision of the Son of Man who will definitely be fulfilled. He sees the eternal kingdom fulfilled in Christ Jesus who is our king, of course. And then we're going to look at the second Peter, the second reading. In fact, Peter was an eyewitness, isn't it? He was an eyewitness. He went and he saw that same glory, the vision. Remember here they were talking about two visions. One vision in the Old Testament, another vision now in the New Testament. That was the one they saw it like with their naked eyes. They saw like this, Jesus being transfigured and transformed. And then... The, we want to see what are the lessons of this why so I have already spent one minute the first thing then is the transfiguration occurs 40 40 days 40 days before the crucifixion if you count it in fact the liturgy is very Catholic church you are very wise those people who organize the little, they are very wise. Today is the, the date. What's the date today? Huh? What's the date? Today's date is the 6th of, of, of November. Huh? I told you it was November. Uh, so, the 6th of August. And when does the feast of the exaltation of the cross occurs? On which September? Which day on September? On the on the 14. That's the Holy One of Israel who is responding. Very good. On the 14. So 6th of August, 14th of September. How many days? 40. Very good. So Jesus went at the Mount of Transfiguration, at the Mount of uh, uh, the Mount of. Uh, 
I would have just on the 40 days before the crucifixion. Why? Because he wanted to strengthen his apostles. That's the first message. And to tell him indeed what he meant by dying, suffering, and also rising. Because without that transfiguration, they were going to lose hope on what was going to come after. But it was a way to tell them that after the, the, the crucifixion, after the passion, after the suffering, there will be glory. After death, there will be the resurrection. After Good Friday, we will go towards the Easter Sunday. After the glooming days, there will be the victory of God. So we can apply this in our own lives. Our life is a package, sometimes of suffering, sickness, trials. We go through some steps of, of suffering. But I want to tell you that with the, the transfiguration, we understand that Suffering, gloomy moments, darkness is not permanent. There will be glory. There will be victory. There will be healing. There will be joy forever. Not even the tomb will retain us captives. We go through this life together with Jesus in the exodus towards a better future. So, today, we are reminded of the hope we need to have even when we go through trials. Amen. Suffering and whatever we go through, we need to know that there is a God who has the final answer. Who has a final say? Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. God has the final say. Tell your neighbor, God has the final say. God has the final say. Even to death, to sickness, to wars that we are going through, to darkness, God has the final say. Three minutes for the first part already. Thank you. So I want to start the second part now. The second part is about the mission that I came to preach over here. I, have, I don't need to introduce myself again. Father Miguel has already introduced me. He said I am who again? Father George's. So those who, who want to make it short, they can call me Father G. Simple. So Father G is a Palatine missionary ordained on the 29th of June, 2008. From 2008, June 2023, June, it makes it how many years? Oh, two years. Oh, no, no, I miss, sorry, it's 15 years, 
15 years. 15 years of ordination. So thank Jesus. Thank God. And I was born in a family of nine, the third. And I didn't know my father. I'm the only one who did not know my father. So that has all been, uh, always been something that touched me about the people who suffer. And I, I, after my ordination, I, went, I was sent to South Africa, South Africa. So to become, uh, first of all, I learned the Zulu to a, a township. I was there, I saw the suffering of people who could not, not only that they were sick, but they could not eat, have food for their medication. I don't want to expose to you the suffering of people because you know you have experienced the suffering of so many people. And you know that in township, in some areas in Africa, you'll find even a woman who worked with a child the whole day, carrying the child in her bag. And this child has spent two or three days without eating, with no food. So I would like to tell you that if there is something that we cannot like in America is food, but food is the major problem in many Arab countries. If there is health issue that you can go to doctor, to the hospital easily, these are the things that others miss. If you see you have the chance to send your child to school so easily, it's not easy at all. So since 2016, I've been coming to the Dars of Lansing to preach the mission, uh, and I would like to thank the bishop, Bishop Earl, and I would like to thank your pastors, all the priests who have been so generous and so welcoming, like Father Miguel. He welcomed me yesterday. We made some food ourselves. We cooked. We went for shopping. That's just for a while. We went for shopping, and we want to know who was the best cook. Everybody was trying to think of what we are going to make as a meal, but he ended up being the best cook because I don't know how to manage those things. We made a nice steak. Eh? We made a nice steak. Uh, yesterday and we ate steak and I also made some, he made some some pizza before I ate those pizza. So they have been so welcoming that I really thank them and you too of course. It's through your generosity that today the foundation Divine Mercy Foundation which is then the foundation that I ran and that I started and that has been registered as a 501c3 that becomes a foundation here in the Texas to help the children in Cameroon. The orphans that we have, the aged people, the education of children, and go through even to help people having uh, uh, drinking water. So um, the foundation aims at doing the works of mercy. And now I have about 40 orphans that are scattered. They don't have a place. I started to build in this cart, you are going to see a postcard there, either by the seat or it will going to be at the back in all the entrance. You will find the card, you will also find the envelopes. These envelopes is what you will find at your chair or at the, the entrance of the church. So I started the orphanage to build it, but I couldn't because I only have a small, small allowance in my own. I couldn't make it. So right now is stopped on the way. You will see the picture there. This also, there is also a website. You will see on the website of Divine Mercy Foundation, um, uh, Father Beats, 
www.ghanaspeaks.org, that is our, funda- uh, our website. Then you will find all the details of what you need to know about us. And here I just give you a kind of summary of what we are doing. So the orphanage, to, to finalize it, because I'm just doing in a, pro, uh, uh, how do you say, just uh, for the time being, maybe in the 10 or 20 years, we might build uh, something stronger. So we still need about 100,000 US dollars in order to make sure that at least the children can get in. And we will add some tables, the chairs, we'll need the beds where children would eat, would sleep, the mattresses, all the stuff that are needed for the beginning of uh, the house. So for now, we are still really on the start. That's the first main project. The second main project that is also linked to that is that we're doing a lot of self-reliance work. We want the foundation not to rely on donation that is like once in a year or an emission appeal. We want to become self-reliant for teaching someone how to fish is better. So we organized a group of young people who do a lot of job. And then Cameroon is a big land with, farm, with, with a lot of land, but farming is complicated because we don't have a lot of means. We don't have fertilizers. We don't have um, uh, tractors. So that could be one avenue to have better possibilities to grow the agriculture. That could be the only way to make the, the, the foundation sustainable. And another way could be breading chicken. We started a bit last year, but in a very low scale. It's not easy. Not easy. For the farming, I do, you will see the pictures here. Uh, we, do, we did start the farming, of course, uh, to do some farming. I, I made three acres of plantain, banana. So it's already something that is starting to grow. But if you have means to, to start, that will help us a lot. In link to that, then we need something like a tractor, maybe a truck, a truck to work or trucks to carry the children, to carry the food, to carry this kind of stuff and to help us in the bad roads that we are having there. So in this postcard, you will see the, mes- the urgencies, the needs of the foundation there. So the last point I wanted to talk about is about the aging people, because I think it's very important. In our society, sometimes we forget about the aging people, the people who are the elderly people, especially those who are in Cameroon, they are abandoned on their own. In the rural areas where there is no light, in the rural area when there is no water, drinking water, sometimes they die at home in their homes. They are alone, they have no kids, and they only discover theft traders. They go like weeks without bathing. They go like weeks without really eating proper food. So we have organized that all this we need to go around with a team that can bat them, that can help them, that can bring firewood, that can make warm the house and give them a sense of humanity again and watch over them from time to time so that they are not, they are not dying like they had nobody or they did nothing to the society. So this is the, another important, important project, which also needs means of transport, which means in, we need 
uh, urgent needs to bring them food like every month of every two weeks for people to take care of them. So I end the, the talk saying you can go to the website and the envelopes as Father Miguel might explain again to you at the end. I think you write a check. I want to use this envelope, write a check or put your hundred thousand million dollars in this envelope and then decide to bring it especially back to the parish. And so if you are writing a check, write it to St. Patrick for the mission. If you are giving online, also do the same for to, to the through the I hope they just organize that the giving or the e-giving as well. So otherwise the website is also there, you will get some more information that you need. And Tuesday the 8th, uh, at Holy Spirit, I will be giving a healing service, a healing mass. I know our society, we have the gifts of healing, just like Father Matthias does, and that's why I like this parish. I was here some times ago. So I will do a healing service at Holy Spirit here next door. Please, if anyone wish to come, pop in at 7 p.m. We will have that service. So I ask the Almighty God to rain down the power of the Holy Spirit to this parish and to continue to activate that spirit on your pastors, on your priests, and over all your families that only his mercy will lead us home back to the Father. Let's all involve in the works of divine mercy spiritual and corporal may god bless you jesus i trust in you